The Favorites Podcast is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Football season is coming and there is no better place to start making every moment more than with FanDuel. I love betting with FanDuel because they've got great odds and markets for NFL futures, MLB, PGA Tour, tennis, and more. Plus, their app is safe, easy to use, and when I win, I get paid out fast. If you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now and sign up with promo code FAVORITES so they know I sent you. You must be 21 and over and present in select states only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342 in Arizona. Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-877-770-STOP. In Louisiana, 1-877-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 in New York. Tennessee red line is 1-800-889-9789, 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia. Welcome to The Favorites, the podcast from the Volume Podcast Network. I am Chad Millman, Chief Content Officer of the Action Network. I am joined, as always, by my BFF, my companion, my compadre, professional better, Simon Hunter. We gotta go, man. We gotta freaking go. No smoke talk, right? Just right into football. We'll go right on in. We're not gonna dilly-dally here. I wanna frame the premise of this show, which is essentially... You and I, who love football, love betting on football, love talking about betting on football, taking a smorgasbord of everything we've talked about for the past couple of months as the summer was ramping up into the season and just gathering our favorite topics and our favorite bets and throwing them out there. So here's something that you've kind of convinced me on and... You know, I got a lot of jobs, right? I'm really important. I got to executivize all the time and I got to build strategies. I got to hire people and I got to fight battles and put out fires. But I also find time to do my research. And you've really had me come around on the Jags. Wow. Well, look, Start with I the Jags. The, we just lost all at, half our listeners. Just stopped listening. Yeah, I know, right? But I look at the AFC South and you know how what I think of the South divisions in football. Yeah, irrelevant. There we go. Don't matter. Nope. Teams. No one that cares. No one the cares. Fan about base the South. doesn't leave their very small provincial region. <laughs> but the Jags are interesting, and to me, it comes down to two things: the Doug Peterson, Frank Reich mythology, and I want to lay it out for you. Doug Peterson wins a Super Bowl with the Eagles. He creates an offense that is ahead of the curve in terms of thinking analytically, going for it, wins a Super Bowl with a backup quarterback in Nick Foles. Frank Reich was the quarterback coach. He leaves, goes to Indy, has had some success. I think more credit than he deserves, given he hasn't won the division and has tended to have his teams lose important games uh, when it matters the most. He banked on Carson Wentz last year. Everyone believed he was a genius who could turn him around. 
I think the genius is Peterson. And I think he's got a generational talent in Trevor Lawrence. And I think this division is ripe for the taking. Jags plus 800 to win the division. Now, shout out to our loyal fans who, when I say crazy things, they don't question it. They just bet it. And they were able to get the Jaguars at 12 to 1 to win this division when we gave it out. So to me, Chad, is exactly what you talked about. We were just ahead of it in the sense that we looked at the landscape. We saw who is the most doubted team right now in football because of last year's performance. And it's, I mean, the Jags just stuck out. We knew all, they had all this talent. We just knew it was the coach, right? We, we knew all along it was Urban Meyer. I mean, we, I can't tell you how much money I lost. Chris Rayburn every week was laughing at me saying, you don't bet. On this man, this do not stop betting on him. I just couldn't do it because I just kept looking at the Jaguars team and saying they have the talent, but at least now the coaching. So now, fast forward to this season, I feel like you nailed it, Chad. It's we're betting on we're betting on Doug. We're also betting on Trevor Lawrence, who's a number one pick. Who, I mean, coming out, this guy was getting by people who know what they're talking about that can scout talent. Compared to Andrew Luck, the John Elway kind of thing, where it's like this is a can't miss prospect. We saw what happened last year, Joe Burrow. He took that year two step as the first pick. And it, again, we were getting really good odds. When we were betting on the Jaguars. And I feel like you just touched on that though. It's still pretty good odds. Uh, it's still moving though, because I feel like the public is joining us now. They're kind of coming around. Again, this is a part of a, a view of just the division you just talked about. Like we all have these question marks with this Colts team, with this Titans team. I mean, Houston, no one even wants to talk about them. So to me, it's just funny. We're in your division that, you know, coming to the year, I still think Houston has the best value technically in this division, just because they're not going to be as terrible as people think. But realistically, a team that could actually make a, a good run in this division and make a playoff berth and win a playoff game, it's the Jaguars. It's always been to me. So I love that you've come around. Uh, it hurts. That's a little late. You know, it's late August here, early September. But, you know, it's better late than ever. So it's going to be fun this season going into it where people are going to be like, well, how are week one are you going against the Jaguars? Are the Jaguars your favorite team? Once the season starts, it's over. Like, we've done the future talks. But right now, me and Chad projecting out, I still love this Jaguars team. I love the value, division, Super Bowl, all of it. Again, it's all about taking positions that we can hedge later on. So, to me, yeah, one of the no-brainers. I love that you started with the Jaguars. It's, it's an easy bet for me just because, again, second-year quarterback, new coach, tons of talent all around them. It's, it's a big year for this offense. I'm interested to see how they're going to start out this year just because – like you just nailed it, Chad. It's it's a lot on Doug Peterson right now. He he has all the tools. Can he put it together? And again, he did run a really good offense. It was part of that RPO offense and it kind of took the league by surprise. So can that offense still work? We'll see. Do you want me to continue with my theories? I, I, I would imagine you have something to add that could be a potential best bet. Yeah, I got everything you need. I, I literally have I, I was just going through my books before he came on because you asked me for my best bets, which is like almost impossible to do. I just have so, so many bets. I and mean, it's funny. I have like no bets on teams that people expect. Like I almost have zero dollars invested in the bills. Just a couple of teams where it's like, I have no money in them just because I think they're overrated or overvalued. And it's just like, I know bills might be the best thing in the AFC, but are they that much better than every other team that everyone's betting against? No, it's like we saw Ravel yesterday. Ravel said the most money, most tickets, Super Bowl winner is on the bills. Everyone's yeah. all in on the bills. It's not even yeah. close. So that's what's going to be funny going through this. People are just going to hate these gross teams we're betting. Well, before we walk away from the Jaguars, are the Jaguars to win the division, Jaguars in any circumstance? And I want to say a couple things. A lot of good Best Bets content on the Action Network podcast. People should go listen to it. 
but also any other Jaguars bets that you were thinking is a best bet. If I hadn't said the Jaguars right now, would they be the, the first best bet you're offering? No, but I would have gave out their Super Bowl odds just because it's a good number. But I would say to anyone, if you're hesitant on the Jags, look at their look at their schedule. You, you're you can afford to wait a little bit with this team just because that week one, that that line stinks. It's them versus the Commanders. I know plenty of pros have taken the four, taken the four and a half of the Jaguars. I think it's down to three and a half now. So if you already missed the boat of the Jaguars, you want to wait a week. I got no issue on it because they could lose Commanders, and bam, you got great odds once again on this Jaguars team. So. To me, if you're hesitant on it, just wait it out. Uh, me and Chad, we invested early and often on this team. So we're kind of already uh, in on the Jaguars. Exactly. So give me something else. Chad knows I like doing not sure things. There are no sure things in football. But if I'm going to bet these favorites, I like to parlay them together. So I'm looking for parlay breakers. I feel like all the time, that's the kind of thing I'm looking for. It's like, what, what trap am I stepping into? What am I falling into? Again, the hype has been building around them but I still think you're getting a good number on this team, and that's Miami. So they're plus 450 right now to win the division. I get the Bills' love. Like, the Bills, on paper, unbelievable team. But the biggest glaring weakness to this Bills team is their offensive line. And if I'm looking for a team in Miami that they've put the pieces around Tua, they have the offense, so they have the system, right? They're going to win the most spread offenses in football. I have to take this number. Like, this should be closer to plus 300 rather than plus 450, plus 400 on FanDuel. So to me... One of my best bets this year is just betting against what people consistently think is going to happen, which is the Bills to take a big step this year and be that number one seed. I just can't see it working that way. It felt like last year was a better team than it is this year. And again, I know they've made offensive season moves. They were just so – they were put together so perfectly last year. I know, again, the money hasn't kicked in yet for Josh Allen, so they've went out and added more players to that defense. It's just going to be a really tough road in the AFC, and I just think their division got that much better with Miami. And again, I know England's going to take a step back, but they're still going to be improved with a second-year quarterback than a rookie and Mac. So to me, it's just it's too much love with the Bills and not thinking about how improved their division is. And in Miami itself, where I, everything I've read about them, defensively and offensively, is they are so fast. People are going to be shocked by how fast this Miami team is just because they really haven't seen it yet. Only, only read about it. So to me, if I'm looking at a, a, a dark horse that is kind of gain, gaining steam here, especially down in Florida, I mean, I can't get over the two Anon fans. Like these guys, if I even mention Miami, they're just on me about it. But I do love them. I just love this offensive scheme. And to me, I might be putting too much on a rookie head coach, but it's all there. Like it's all there schedule-wise, matchup-wise. Certain times they have games, rest disparity against these other teams. It, it just lined up very well for this Miami team that I would have taken this all the way down to plus 300. The fact that I'm getting plus 425, plus 450 at certain books, I, I'm going to take that on Miami to win this division. And it's not just a hedge against this Bills team. It's simply, I think you're getting good value. And later on, I believe you will, but I'll come back. And if you want to get back on the Bills, I think you will to at maybe a minus 120, minus 150. Because again, the Bills have a very tough schedule early on. Can we go back to the AFC South for a second? I would love to. I'm thinking about three things. League passing leaders, most yards passing. I'm thinking about most yards receiving. So I'm thinking about Matt Ryan. I'm thinking about Michael Pittman. And I'm thinking about Trevor Lawrence. This brings it back to the question of, do I believe in Frank Reich? Do I think that he has just been, you know, the the victim of bad luck with his quarterbacks? 
And with Matt Ryan, he's kind of getting a guy who can do most of what he needs a quarterback to do. Because I've believed in Matt Ryan before. I remember last year we were like, Matt Ryan, Kyle Pitts, Calvin Ridley, like he's going to be amazing. We had him to lead the league in passing yards. It didn't go very well. Now we're saying Matt Ryan could lead the league in passing yards with Frank Reich as his coach and Michael Pittman could be a guy. No one's saying he's going to lead the league in passing yards. Have you actually heard someone say that about Matt Ryan? I don't know. It's a Jonathan Taylor offense. It's it's just Matt Ryan's just there to manage. You know what I mean? So that's a dead bet. I like like where you're going with Pittman, though, what you're about to say with Pittman. So why are we saying that about Pittman? Because he's the only one. He's the one man show there. I think that's what Chris is looking at, where it's like. He is. We're, we're talking about Chris Raybon, by the way. Chris Raybon, uh, who sorry. Yes, yes, talked yes. to us about Michael Pittman to lead the league in receiving yards. And I, got, I see what he's coming from, where I, I look for that. I look for the island player. So a guy that's on a team and he's the only guy. Um, to me, that's my question mark is the Matt Ryan thing. It's like, again, I saw with Phillip Rivers, I've seen this Colts team put a corpse back there and make it work somehow. And that's what they're hoping to do. I mean, Rivers, you can say all you want about him. Like, literally, he retired the following year. He got that team to the playoffs and they won. They they beat the Ravens in the playoffs with him at the so I'm with you. It's Frank. Frank's done it before with these quarterbacks. He just, I don't know what's up with him. He just can't win this division. So that's my only reason of being out on them. It's like Frank, for some some reason, he just can't you kept losing divisional games. All right. You can't beat the Jaguars in these stupid games. Can't beat the Tennessee Titans these last couple of years. But man, do they kill this Texans team? So that's what's so funny. Me and Chad, we love the Texans week one where the simple fact that Frank starts slow. If you go through Frank's record as a Colts head coach, I mean, almost every season, they're either starting one and three, one and two, oh, and four last year. Um, it's It's been a problem for him as a coach. And I'm interested to see if they actually can get out a hot start. Because again, Matt Ryan, not that I think he's that much better than Carson Wentz. But we, again, we, that's something we talked about with Ross. It's like, these players, they're probably going to look at Matt Ryan way differently than they look at Wentz, right? It's like a confidence belief thing. So to me, a couple, a couple people ask why we're not in on Tennessee or the Colts, and it's just a value-based bet. It's just I don't see that big of a difference between them. Again, people hate the Houston. I'm telling you, Houston on paper is not as bad as people think, and the Jaguars. I just think both those teams are closer to plus 400, plus 500 to win this division than, you know, 25 to one, which is what Houston is and eight to one, which Jaguars are. All right. We can get off the AFC South now. (laughs) We spent too much time on a division that nobody cares about. We talk about the most controversial division right now. Are we talking about the AFC West? I'll do AFC West. I was going to talk about NFC East. That's the buzz this week is the Eagles Cowboys. The Eagles are all the way down to even, I think it's plus 145 and the Cowboys are plus 145 now. So they're finally mutually the same odds right now for this division after six months. Well, I'm glad you bring it up because I do have a thought here, which is Jalen Hurts to win MVP. Right You're going to make that bet? Jalen Hurts to win MVP. Hold on. I'm looking it up on the Action Network. Jalen Hurts 25 to 1 to win MVP. Do you not like those odds right now? You think they're too short? You think they've been cut in half? Like, what's your thinking here? I like it. You know how I view week one. I, I do think the Lions are going to upset this team, the all-hype team of the Eagles, on the road as a big favorite. And I've been telling people, again, if you really want to do it, go ahead and bet on the Eagles. But I'm a big believer in value betting, and you've missed the value. The value is when we've been talking about them all offseason, about how good their D-line is, how good their offensive line. Now you see everyone's all in on this team now. So you wait. You wait in this spot. You hope the Lions can do what we think they can do. Pull the upset off week one at home against this Eagles team where 
again, I, I just think this team, they're feeling good right now, and you're hoping they get humbled real quick by this Detroit Lions team because that's what this Eagles team is going to need. Everyone's just been blowing smoke up their ass this whole, whole preseason. So to me, if you were going to get on the Eagles, I've already talked about it, just wait. I, I do think they're going to have a little bit of trouble coming out of the gate just because it took them a little while last year to find their rhythm, find their groove, and it's just different. Every year is different where – if you're, if you're taking a team on the road that's more than three points of a favorite, they better be damn good. And that better be an established quarterback week one. This Eagles team has proven nothing to be getting that kind of respect other than the betting public's favoring this team. So to me, it's just wait. Because, I again, we're going to talk about who we think uh, you know teams are going to be in the Super Bowl and everything like that at the end of the show. I'm all in on this Eagles team. I've been all in on them since the start. They're just one of the best teams Howie's ever put together on paper, the GM of the Eagles. The only question is Hurts. That is literally the only question. Can this kid read a defense? Because he cannot. He could not last year. He could not read a defense. His first instinct was read one, pull it down, and run it, which I love for fantasy. That'll never win you playoff games. Teams can scheme against that. So that's my biggest question mark coming in this year with the Seagulls team. Love all the talent on this team. Best offensive line, top five, top three defensive line, just because of rotation. But Hurts, man, I just there's just so much hype around him. It's it's it is honestly getting terrifying because he again he hasn't done enough for him to be deserving of the hype. They're giving him every opportunity to secure a massive long-term deal. Like they desperately want him to succeed. They desperately want him to be the quarterback. Uh it's clear if he doesn't win with this team, it's really fascinating how they've positioned themselves because they'll probably be good enough to make the playoffs or maybe, you know, be a seven, eight win team, which won't net them the high draft pick they would need to get a quarterback. Uh, so they will be in an interesting spot next year. Cause they'll have to play the free agent market or the trade market or something. So they got the saints that pick. That, that's what he's banking on. He has the saints pick as well. So he's hoping that Winston can lay an egg for the saints team. And then he gets a high pick, but I'm honestly of the view that it's a two-year plan, that how he's giving them this year and next year, and he'll just keep moving. The, moving Either he'll draft the quarterback next year because he doesn't care. He took Hurts when Wentz was here. People, people act like that didn't happen. That was just two years ago. So to me, how he doesn't care. He gets it. It's like I've said this since the I've been doing this show. Like if I was a GM of a team, unless I had Aaron Rodgers, which even his team did, I'd be drafting a quarterback every other year just because it doesn't matter. It's like – Again, it's one of my favorite things ever. People shitting on Green Bay for drafting Jordan Love. How stupid of a draft pick. Have you ever looked at what Rodgers was doing before they drafted him? He has been doing a bunch of nothing, and they drafted him. He went back-to-back MVP. So smartest draft pick ever, I would argue. But what, what do I know? Uh, so that's – again, that's just to me, I'm giving Howie the credit right now, but he's kind of set up this team, like Chad just said, that he owes nothing to Hurts. He's put Hurts in the best position he could. Gives them a year or two, and if Hurts doesn't produce, it's a business. We're on to the next one. So I love the way this Eagles team set up for this season. And, I, again, that's why I want to ask you, it, who's betting this Dallas team? Because I talked to a bookmaker a couple of days ago. There's still money coming in on Dallas to win this division. That's why it hasn't dropped. Again, the Eagles aren't favored to win this division. They're, they're, they're literally the equal of the Dallas Cowboys right now. I, I would love to hear how you're doing this Cowboys team heading in because – Feels like everyone's really down on them, and people are going to be surprised. They're one of the seven I have making the playoffs this upcoming season. I have them making the playoffs. You do? Uh, as a wild card. 
right. uh, previewing. Simon and I will go through our top seven in each conference. Um, but I do think as far as expectations, look, it's the Cowboys, right? They have Dak Prescott. People still think of Ezekiel Elliott as a top flight running back. Right. Uh, they have Micah Parsons, who is a defensive player of the year candidate. Casual fans do not look at offensive line woes the same way that hardcore fans and betters look at offensive line woes. Jerry Jones makes a lot of noise. He runs a train wreck of an organization, right? Yeah. And people who pay attention to the league recognize that. Forget about their valuation. Forget about the fact they're worth more than any professional franchise ever. Internally, they stink. So, like, they're on pace with the Lions since, like, in the past 30 years for having won a yeah. playoff game. Yeah. They're going to get the money. That's why they're still favorites. And you're also looking at a division with the Giants and the Washington Commanders. So the money's got to come in on somebody. And there was more Dak Prescott as a higher profile quarterback than Jalen Hurts. People right. bet on the quarterback. So you're going to bet on the Cowboys. You're going to bet on Dak Prescott. So that's why the money's coming in. But this is the Eagles division to lose to me. So that's what like, we're in agreement where I think my biggest view is if you didn't get on their win total with us early, their division odds early, or for them to, you know, win the NFC, I would just wait. Like you've already kind of missed the boat here. And that's, again, that's my best advice. It's like, don't, don't put your money into something just because you feel like you, you're missing out. It, it'll come back around. You'll be able to get value on this kind of dog. But, man, the hype around this Eagles team, it's I can't remember it being this high. College football is back, and FanDuel is putting you in the middle of the action because right now all customers can get a no-sweat bet for week two. That means free bets back if your bet doesn't win for everybody. Just log into your account to see how much your no-sweat bet will be. There are so many different ways to bet on college football. Try a same-game parlay. Jump into the action with live betting or bet on who you think will win it all with national championship futures. This week, my favorite college football bets are Oregon catching 17 against Georgia and the under in the Temple-Duke game. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, now is the perfect time to give it a shot. Plus, FanDuel is now live in Kansas. So to any new users out there, the FanDuel app, it's so easy to use. They hook you up with great odds, and when you win, you get paid fast. So see for yourself why FanDuel is America's number one sports book. Download the FanDuel app today and sign up with promo code FAVORITES to get a no-sweat bet to kick off the college football season. That's promo code FAVORITES. You must be 21 or over and present in select states. Refund issued as non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after receipt. Max refund $5 unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342 in Arizona. 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. Call the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789 or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. What's your next best bet on your list? No shocker to people, Ravens, Super Bowl, still a 20-1. to 1. Nothing's changed. I just love this bet in the sense that they're my favorite high-profile team. People are still doubting them. A lot of question marks about Lamar right now because he hasn't signed the deal. 
I love that. I love that Lamar hasn't signed this deal yet. When you're trying to be great, it's going to be negativity. But, you know, they hated Jesus. And I'm not Jesus, so I don't really worry about it. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember the last time a Ravens quarterback went into a season without signing his deal. He won a Super Bowl, Joe Flacco. So, to me, it's setting up one of those career years. I love how they're scheming this team out. Like, pe people, if you look at who their running backs were last season, I believe all five guys who played for them at one point are not on a roster or on a practice squad, right? And they brought in a new, a bunch of new faces, and Kenyon Drake's there now, too. They're supposed to get J.K. Dobbins back soon. I know the question marks about a wide receiver position, but to me, that's not that big of a deal where you're kind of a tight end-based team and everything's thrown out of a scheme. Like, half the time Lamar's throwing to receivers, they're schemed open just because of the linebackers have to step up to get, you know, counteract what Lamar's doing in the run game. And there's always these little openings that Lamar can fit the ball into. So I, I've come in, realized that the Bengals are always going to be that team now with Joe Burrow that's going to be talked about in this division. And again, we talked about Pittsburgh, which is my other favorite bet for this division at not at nine to one or 10 to one to win this division, but just strictly Super Bowl bet. The two biggest ones I've done for like highest odds are the Ravens and the Chiefs. Like those are the two teams I bet that Chiefs are 10 to one, Ravens 20 to one. But the Ravens thing, again, I know Lamar has done the playoffs, but you just can't you, you can't get a defense like that they have out of nowhere. Like the, 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 the way they built their team is an incredible defense with an incredible running team. And like I love that kind of style heading into, you know, January because it's hard to prep for that. Like only certain teams can really defend that well. You need a certain type of linebacker with a certain type of speed to defend this kind of offense. So I'm a little nervous about it just in the sense that everything I've heard about Lamar is he's improved. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen him play any preseason football. I've only seen a little bit and read a little bit from the beat writers about the Ravens. But I'm putting a lot of faith in this Ravens team in the sense that I know the talent they have on defense and I know what they have on offense. And they should be 20 to 1. They should be closer to 14, 15 to 1 than they are at 20 to 1. But again, it's the Bengals effect. The Bengals, because they're in division, they've made that number a little, little higher for you just because the Bengals are at 22 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. So that's 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 kind of move. Vegas doesn't really know what to do with either team, so they just put them right next to each other. I love this. I played this as well. It's amazing to me that they've just been sitting at 20 to one for basically the entire off season, yeah. even though so many people have said that's weird. Right. And if you're talking about value, which we talk about all the time, we tend to want to bet on teams at odds that are 20 to one or longer. And this has been a team that's getting a lot of attention. I'm, I'm just completely surprised that it hasn't dropped at all. I'm surprised the Bengals haven't either, just because we know after the Watson news came out, I swore both these teams' odds would go up just because who's betting the Browns coming out of this division to win a Super Bowl? But again, I just think people forget this team, the Ravens, they were the one seed before Lamar got hurt. Yeah. That that that's what was happening last that, year. They were the and one also also they had like they barely had any defensive backs last yeah. year. Yeah. And now they have one of the one best the best defensive backfields. According to uh, Pro Football talk, uh, Focus, of all the teams, I think they're top three right now rated. So, again, it's – I tried to build a time. You can't really think so much about last year. It's a completely new year. And I get the doubt with Lamar in the playoffs and stuff, but, like, just look at this team on paper. They should not be 20-1. to 1. For my next best bet, I'm offering two. Bears, under five and a half wins. And, by the way, the Bears right now 
under five and a half wins. That is uh, plus 125 at FanDuel. And the Jets, under five and a half wins, plus 125. Wow. The Bears are a dreadful team. There's no two ways about it. Alex Leatherwood is the savior of this team. A first-round pick from 2021 who uh, played the offensive line for the Raiders was cut. They couldn't find a trade. He went on to waivers. The Bears picked him up. That's who they're counting on to solidify their offensive line around their quarterback that they have uh, invested no protection in. I'm just not a believer. They're in complete rebuilding mode. A defensive coach with a, and Matt Eberflus, who I have no opinion on, other than I want to build on Justin Fields as a generational talent, and I'm not getting that opportunity. And that's what it's going to be a fun year for Bears fans. As much as it's going to be miserable if your team's terrible, awful. It's awful when your team's bad. But when you have a young quarterback, it makes it a little less painful because you're just just excited. Like even in that preseason game, there are certain throws where it's like, oh, my God, Fields' upside is so high. Again, I, I, I'll never understand why Zach Wilson went above him. Um, it, it's, it's so crazy when you think about these sort of things. A kid from BYU went higher than a kid that played Ohio State. I mean, I, mean, I know that doesn't matter, but at the same time, it kind of does. Um, yeah, it's just the, the talent's there with Fields. We'll see if they can scheme it up because last year they just did nothing for him. Like, like They literally put him in the worst position every time. If this team just schemes it right for Fields, I can see him putting up good numbers on a fun team in this Bears team. And the same thing with the Jets. Like the Jets have, unlike the Bears, have a ton of talent. The Bears have no talent. They've just drafted terribly. I think the Jets have drafted really well. I just have way too many questions at the coaching position. I have way too many questions at the quarterback position. So I'm on both those unders. Um, and it's funny where I'm on the opposite of like, I'm all in on the Houston being over, Atlanta being over, and uh, the Lions being over. But there's some bad teams I just can't get behind. And the Jets and the Bears are those two teams where I just, I, I think both of them are, not spinning their tires this year, but it's just like they just weren't put in a position to do well with the team that's built around them. And the Jets one is just because of their division. They're just in such a hard division, including the AFC. Like you would really need Zach Wilson to take a major second year step to do anything. No Joe Flacco. Like Joe Flacco might be fun for a game against his old team. You do not want that man playing this year. You, if you're a Jets fan, you want to know what you got in Zach Wilson. You need that kid to play. So hopefully he can get back soon and we can really figure out what this Jets team is going to be. Jets under five and a half, largely because they're one of those teams that is so public right now since the draft. They had three first round draft picks, Sauce Gardner at corner, Garrett Wilson at receiver, Jermaine Johnson on the defensive line. Everyone assumed, all right, we're betting the over because they won the draft. That's when you buy the under, especially for plus money on the under at five and a half, plus 125. Just for the N- NFC North, for my best bet in that division, everyone knows I love the Lions and everything like that, but it's actually the Vikings under and the Vikings that missed the playoffs. I think you're getting really good value. They're one of the most hyped-up teams heading into the season um, based off them getting a new head coach, which I agree, the guy can't be worse than Zimmer. He still has Kirk Cousins. Like He's still going to need Kirk Cousins to make big plays, um, not just put up junk time yards and touchdowns. So fading Kirk when the public is all over Kirk, and that's what they are this year. They're everyone's darling. I still think Green Bay is far and above the best team in this division. So if we're looking at a divisional bet, Green Bay, they're probably the best value now, minus 150. Uh, but my favorite bet is the Vikings not to make a playoffs. I believe it's up to plus 175, plus 160, because um, they've just been getting bet up. So you like the Vikings not to make the playoffs better than the Vikes under the season win total? Yeah, just because you're getting a better plus number. Okay. 
which is probably the same thing. Uh, that's a good, that's a, yeah. a smart way to look at it, right? If they're not going to win nine games, then they're probably not going to make the playoffs in the NFC. And because again, we're just assuming we're last year. I think the Eagles made it in at nine and eight, but if they had to play starters, they probably wouldn't have made it at ten and seven. So like that's one of those. That's what you're really you're kind of banking on is teams need to play at the end of the season. But I want to take the risk of like betting the teams over and then just sitting all their starters and you get nothing out of it. All right, I want to recap the five best bets we've given so far. Tell me if I'm missing anything. Jags plus 800 to win the NFC South. It's actually down to 750. Uh, Ravens 20 to one. The Bears and the Jets under five and a half. Uh, The Vikings not to make the playoffs plus 165. Miami plus 450 to win the AFC East. Did I miss any? Nope. All right. I mean, and we could throw in Pittsburgh. I also think that is one of my better bets. Divisional winner, not nine to one or ten to one, depending on the book you're getting at that. I wonder what Mike Tomlin is going to say about that. We all talk too much. Sharp dudes can just see it because sharp dudes don't care what you say anyway. They just watching. <laughs> you know what I mean? So what I think we need to do, because uh, people have asked for this, even though as Matt Mitchell, who is nothing if not stringent about the need for every Action Network podcast to only be about actionable information. Just go out there and try to have fun, you know. You know, having fun is the name of the game. People want to know what we think the seeding is going to be for the AFC and the NFC. Simon, do the Mm. NFC. Which this is all actionable, but it's just not a good value now because like a team I'm about to give out, they're at 25 to 1 to be the one seed in the middle of July. Now they're down to 10 to 1. So I'll start from the bottom for the NFC. My seventh guy, my last guy in, you know who it's going to be, Chad. Detroit Lions, our squad. They finally make it in the playoffs, and I got them getting their first playoff win. So I've got Lions at seven. At the uh, sixth spot, I got the Cowboys. Five spot, I got the Rams. So that means I got the 49ers winning the division. I got them as a four seed. Got the Bucks winning their division. I got them a three seed. Got Green Bay winning their division, and I got them as a two seed. And the one seed with the easiest schedule in football, the Philadelphia Eagles, that one seed. So they were 25 to one to have the best record in football. And now they're down to 10 to one to have the best record in football. It's interesting how similar some of our surprise picks are. We spend a lot of time uh, together. That's true. <laughs> I have the Niners as the one seed. I'll go the other way. Go seven. Okay. Go seven up. Okay, go you seven. already ruined the surprise. Okay. Seven. I have the Vikings. Six. I have the Cowboys, five, I have the Rams, four, the Saints. Wow. Three, I have the Packers, two, I have the Eagles, one, I have the Niners. I've decided, you know I love Kyle Shanahan. (laughs) I think he is one of the best play-calling, schematic, coach-em-up coaches in the NFL. I think he's he's so close. I don't think Matt Ryan was a great quarterback. I I blame Kyle Shanahan for the fourth quarter collapse. I don't think Jimmy G was a great quarterback. I blame Kyle Shanahan for the fourth quarter collapse. Give him a great quarterback and he fixes his fourth quarter collapse tendencies. And I see this guy winning a Super Bowl. Yeah, I got Jimmy G coming in week seven, getting them to the playoffs, winning their division. So that's why I got him sneaking in the four seed. Okay, I'm going to go in on the Niners. The Niners right now, plus uh, 750 to win the NFC on FanDuel. 
we had a lot of similarities though. Yeah. I mean, right. We're literally the lockstep on the Cowboys and the Rams. Yep. Interesting that you think the books though, they're not going to make it. You just think Brady's got too much going on. I think their offensive line is a mess and the best way to pressure Brady is up the middle. I think with a new coach, I think for whatever reason, and this is, you know, what the fuck do I know? I'm literally going to put 10K on them after we get off the show to make the playoffs. I love you, Chad. He feels disengaged <laughs> to me. This is what Tom needs. He needs us, a couple assholes in media doubting him. Because I do have my doubts too, but like I gave them the three seed just because it's Brady. It's like, if there's anyone that can adjust to any little thing and you have him around with talent and Mike Evans and Leonard Fournette and got Gronk coming back eventually, I don't know. I just think they're going to figure it out where like, as we sit here right now, I'm with Chad. I'm so down on them. Like, I wanted to bet them so bad against the Cowboys. Again, we're going to talk about week one, but it's like, oh, man, just bad juju. I've never seen Tom so despondent in one of those things where he's like, I'm 45. I got a lot of shit going on in my life. And it's like, holy shit, this guy is human. So that that was definitely weird seeing him yeah. be more human than normal. Um. All right. Let's go now to the American Football Conference. Go from the bottom. You want me to go? Yep. All right. So. People think I hate them. I disrespect them constantly. People forget we are the we we were huge Bengal fans last year. We gave them about ten to one to win their division. Still love the Bengals. Just don't love them the value they're going at. So I have the Bengals at seven seed. I got them getting nine and eight. I, I like again. I think they're going under their win total. But I think they do sneak in because Joe Burrow is that good. Like they're gonna have so much bullshit this year because of Joe. I still think they somehow get in because he's that good of a quarterback. So in the seventh seed, I got Joe and the Bengals. Sixth, I got the Chargers. Five, I got the Bills. Four, Jaguars. Three, Miami. Two, Ravens. And number one, the Kansas City Chiefs, man. Nothing nothing changes for me. I just love the Chiefs this year. They're just far and above to me, the best team. So interesting. So interesting. <laughs> we have a lot of the same teams, but different order. So, so uh, I basically have four new teams making the AFC playoffs. The four new teams are Chargers, Jaguars, Miami, and Ravens. I have the Chargers at seven. I have the Bengals at six. So you and I are flipping. You had the Bengals at seven, the Chargers at six. I have the Chiefs at five. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Then I have the Jags at four, the Broncos at three, the Ravens at two, the Bills at one. Wow. So you got the Bills playing out as the one seed. I mean, that makes sense. It doesn't mean I think they're going to win the conference or the Super Bowl. It's you not want to do chalking. that too? I do think that the Bills will end up with the best record, and, and you know that'll play to form. I I've kept my surprises for later, the Jags, the Broncos, that kind of thing. Give me your AFC and NFC. Green Bay playing the Buccaneers in the NFC championship game with the Bucs winning. And then I have the Chiefs over the Jaguars in the AFC championship game. So I have Chiefs Bucks with the Chiefs winning it all. So a rematch, but it's going to be flipped. It's going to be a revenge tour for the Chiefs. I like the Eagles and the Niners. I like the Niners to win. I like the Ravens and the Bills. I like the Ravens to win. And I want the Ravens to win the Super Bowl. That'd be another rematch. The last time they played, it was uh, Kaepernick Flacco. The lights going off. I was at that game. That was an amazing Weekend, I, I barely remember it. It was so oh, that was an amazing Super Bowl, too. I mean, the 49ers Crazy. really came all the way back. So good. So this is interesting. I like the way this ended. Yeah, isn't it fun? 
The Chiefs are. We we didn't talk about. We're gonna the look Chiefs. like we are gonna look like geniuses or huge assholes in six months. Well, look, that was always my theory when I was running ESPN <laughs> the magazine. Like you had to make Super Bowl picks. Yeah. And my theory was always, just do something stupid because in six <laughs> months you're either gonna look like a genius or no one's gonna remember. But like, why choose the same two teams all the time? You know. I literally just ran about- mine through a simulation. And it was just like, just just give me the odds of the best chance of whatever's gonna happen, and it was no shocker. Like Brady versus. Aaron Rodgers, no one will be shocked if that's an NFC Championship game. I do think the Chiefs, though, that would be pretty wild if it was Chiefs versus Jaguars. Like, if Trevor Lawrence can make it year two to the AFC Championship game, I mean, their hype would be like Joe Burrow's next year. It would just be out of this world, the Jaguars team. Yep. I like it. I like it. Go Jags. Last year, we were an Atlanta Falcons podcast. This year, we're a Jacksonville Jaguars podcast. Yeah, we've, we've uh, upgraded to the Lions and the Jaguars. We continue to love teams from conferences, nobody from divisions nobody cares about in the <laughs> AFC and NFC South. I think we've wrapped it up for Simon Hunter, for producer Matt Mitchell. I am Chad Millman. This has been the Favorites Podcast from the Volume Podcast Network. Download us from Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Rate, review, subscribe, say whatever you want. Leave us five stars. Feedback is a gift. Next time we talk, folks, we're going down the, the lineup. We're going down... Every single game, we're going to start picking out our favorite five. Until next time, love you. Love you.